0: Today to tell us about this process because we must tell these stories. We. Good morning, Australia. Good evening, America, and welcome to everyone across the planet. How are you all today? Welcome back to the author and artist hour with my gorgeous co-host kez Wickham st george and i'm tony lontis now just a reminder if you're listening live on facebook linkedin youtube twitch or twitter we have hannah ready and waiting to send you the links from our guest and everything that we talk about today now don't forget to jump onto our socials and follow all of us subscribe to our youtube channels kez has one i have one i'm not sure if wendy does but if she does i want you to follow (laughs) it (laughs) she does she's (laughs) nodding excellent we had talked about uh, uh with my guest previously about the power of youtube As always, uh, there's multiple places where you can place your content that get you out into the global audience. Now, our Welcome to Country today is part of an international movement that acknowledges the special and important role indigenous communities play in the development of a country's cultural identity so today i want to respectfully acknowledge the people of the Yugamba language region the traditional owners of the land on which we meet and broadcast today That is on the Gold Coast, Queensland, Australia, and pay my respects to the elders, past and present, and all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here watching and listening today. Now, as you know, each and every week Kez and I jump on this show and talk to other authors. Kez Wickham St. George is a number one best selling international author in her own right. She is also an artist. An author's mentor and she talks to authors across the globe with me each and every week and today we have a wonderful friend of mine the delightful Wendy McQuinney now Wendy spent her childhood years enjoying life within a small family unit mum dad her sister and herself Wendy's childhood years were filled with laughter the smell of cakes and biscuits baking in the oven as wendy grew and expanded her experiences she reflected on those memories and of the what-ifs the what-ifs began showing her opportunities and she discovered that she had the power to change the direction of her life in a moment we all have that same power the life that she decided was completely different to what she'd been following. And as a mother, wife, career person, author and business owner, she felt deeply encouraged to leave a legacy of something to be valued by generations to come. Then in 2016, after an illness, Wendy read a book called You Were Born Rich, written by the late Bob Proctor and it changed everything for wendy as she started to be confronted by the questions she asked herself not long after this she decided that young children needed to be empowered by this information as well and that's why she wrote the genius books they empower children to understand thoughts and nurture enthusiasm to create a happy life. The genius books introduce lovely characters that inspire children and develop deep self-belief and confidence about the possibilities within the world and around their future. This is Wendy's Legacy and I'm so proud to call her a friend of mine and delighted that we get to interview her on the Author and Artist Hour today. Wendy, Thank you for being on the show today and welcome. Thank you very much, Tony. Uh, It's a pleasure
1: to be here and it's good to catch up with you again. And this is Genius's first interview.
0: (laughs) I know. We were talking (laughs) we were talking pre show and I'm like, have you got genius with you? Because he's such a lovely little character. And that colour of blue is really very Mm. comforting. But I'm actually gonna hand over to Kez now and let her do some of the talking versus me doing all the talking. So over to you, Kez.
2: (laughs) Hello, Wendy. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Kez. I love your little genius. He's beautiful. Thank oh, you. Oh, I need I, I need something like that sitting in my office to remind me that we all have a genius inside us. We do, we do. <laughs> okay, so you. I'd like to ask you about your your extraordinary stories. They're patterned after lives of the ordinary. Can you explain that statement, please?
1: Well, we. I mean, I have lived just an ordinary life. But my parents were always very encouraging. And I always felt that we've all got this inner inner potential. Mm -hmm. And even though my parents encouraged it, it wasn't actually until or later on in life that, you know, sometimes one person can you meet and they change your your thought Mm -hmm. process. And this person was very, very encouraging and always lived uh, a very positive way of life. Uh, I always I didn't always have that positivity, but um, through meeting this person and chatting to them, I finally realized that, yes, I didn't do well at school. Like there's, a, there's quite a few of us that don't do well at school. but it doesn't mean that when you leave school that you cannot create the life that you really desire and want. Mm-hmm. And that's how this, this person actually uh, helped me to have more self-belief in my abilities and try, try new things. It's like, you know, I had a conversation with someone the other day about their daughter. And daughter's about 11 years of age. Encourage them to try so many things so they can find out what they really love to do. Because as you get older, if you're doing something you really love, it's really not a job at all.
2: That's right. Mm, I agree wholeheartedly. Now, <laughs> there's a question for genius, if genius can answer me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you also say that you believe that every child is unique and extraordinary, and you, your books empower um, our children to believe in themselves. Is that correct? That is correct. And
1: Genius would agree with you there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Each so? child has an inner genius.
2: Mm, I agree. But how do your books empower?
1: All right, so the, the books, Genius has friends, and he has six other friends. And Mm -hmm. these friends represent characteristics that we all have in our mind that we don't learn about when we're young. We don't learn about as uh, through our our, uh, education system. And it's these characteristics and geniuses' friends that help the children uh, to imagine and dream so they know that they can achieve and succeed in life.
2: Excellent. Yeah, (laughs) I truly do believe that. I really believe that every child, has this little, like a little um, lock that it's up to the adults to put the key in the lock and turn it, because the child doesn't know how to. So it's no, up to the terrible. adults. So through your stories, this is how you empower children. It's beautiful.
1: Yes, and I encourage the parents to read these stories to the children because mm. quite often the children pick up the information quicker than the adults, and they can they can actually uh, mm. encourage the adults to learn as well. <laughs>
2: Mm, that's very, very true, Tony. Yes. You're on You're...
1: mute, Tony.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened before. First, everywhere, <laughs> I muted myself. Yay! <laughs> oh my goodness, Wendy. Seeing that gorgeous um, genius sitting there on your shoulder made me curious about the process of developing genius's character and what he looks like and the colors. Can you walk us through that process? Uh, Yes, Uh, while
1: I was, I I first started creating the programs and that's how the the characters came about and I was actually thinking about our mind when I started to do some uh, preliminary drawings of genius. Uh, But genius came about, and he's round and he's fat, and that's because he collects all all of the thoughts from the universe, from everybody. So he collects all the thoughts, and then with his friends, he helps to help the children turn around those thoughts from maybe negative to a positive and send them back out. Now, he wears some sunglasses, because in Australia, the sunlight's very, very strong and damaging. Uh, he, has, he has lovely open arms because he loves to hug and, and welcome all of the children. Uh, he has many colours, all colours of the rainbow, because he he loves all the colours. He loves and accepts all nationalities and all colours that uh, we are in this wonderful universe. So And of course, his big smile because he's always excited at receiving all of those wonderful positive thoughts from the children. Mm. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> i think it's just gorgeous i keep it looking is. at it instead of wanting to ask you questions i keep, that's so gorgeous i know he
0: he is isn't he well the first time wendy, wendy showed me um i think one of his earlier prototypes um and that was good then but this version of um genius is just fabulous wendy mm-hmm. what was the creative process that thought I need to develop a persona, i.e. a soft toy, to go with my books and programs?
1: Well, it was a way, it it actually came about because uh, of writing the program. I wanted to write something that the children could understand and relate to. Mm -hmm. Children relate to plush toys. Yes. And that's how I thought, well, I can create Plush toys or the characters that help the children. For example, I have um, a Dream Builder, and he he helps the children to imagine and dream. Uh, he has a tool toolkit like like he's he's a builder, and he has the pencil behind his ear, so he's always trying to help the children, cre- you know, dream and 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 create. And then I think my favorite character would be Memory Minder because she is she's like the librarian because she's oh, in charge of all of your memories from the moment you were born to the moment you leave this world. So yes, so that it's, it's to engage the children and to help them understand. really. That's how it came about.
0: Wendy, is genius the, the, the only one that you have in physical form? Like all, the, all of the rest of the characters live in in the books and in the programs. Is yes. genius the only one in physical form at this stage? yes he's the only
1: plush that i've i've had made at this point uh yes yeah, so i do want to have the other plush toys made and sit on a nice shelf behind me yes. so yes <laughs> that will happen
2: <laughs> i love it i think he's just beautiful Yeah, i think we all need a plush toy so what are the age groups you've written for all right so uh the lovely
1: genius book series uh, of books they are for children from well the parents can start reading them from when the children are born up until school age and then of course they they have the programs that um kick in off, up to about 11
2: years of age yeah so okay that's, yeah and when so we do don't you... go into the the teenage the teenager side of things I have written
1: programs for the teenagers. I have the Positivity Gang, which ranges from uh, 11 to 14 years, and also another one from 15 to 18 years. Uh, They have been created. Obviously, they don't have the lovely flush toys. They actually, I I show them how to transfer genius into um, the picture that we have in our mind, and that draws into uh, the, the stick. I'm not quite sure if you're aware of the stick person concept which yeah. is the, yes, so that's mm. um, how it goes from genius into the stick person. And then I explain to the children uh, through a series of short videos and uh, activities at the end on explaining basically the same information that different language as they get older and older.
2: Okay. That's absolutely so, magic. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you've, you've actually done something for everybody. I mean, I even have. as, as, as a, a senior adult, I think that just sounds so interesting. I used to read, well, I've always read stories to my kids, but, yeah, they were always like, I'd fall asleep before I got to the end because I found them quite boring. But these sound really great.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. They're and beautiful. Genius has his own own app, by the way, Genius and his friends app, where everyone, oh. it's a free download, and they can uh, watch the companion videos, which that is attached to the books. Um, Mm. so they they hover over the picture and the companion video plays. But also the children can sit there and play the genius genius games, which is all of Mm. the characters. They get the children to do little activities that just reinforces the
0: information once again.
2: Beautiful. Mm. (laughs) Wendy,
0: I just wanted to go back to that um that bigger vision and mission that sits behind genius and i just want you to share with the audience what that looks like and why you're passionate and why it's so important
1: when i started studying personal development uh it just opened up this this huge world that i never knew anything about we were never taught anything about personal development or anything about the mind and how it works when I was at school. So when I first uh, read Bob Proctor's book and got hooked on the material, I attend, I went over and attended um, one of his courses. It was a six-day event. And then, you know, someone stood up and said, you know, everyone has a book in them. So I thought, oh, I've always wanted to write a book. So that's how the the, the writing started. But then as I got into it and I thought, oh, adults, I really should be, we should have this material for the younger children so that, yeah. and it's repeated and repeated because we learn through repetition. So because this is, all this information is teaching the children, this is how you, you get uh, to, to achieve everything that you want in, in your life. And as I I said before, you might not be the best scholar, but you can achieve at any time of your life like I have. I didn't, um, it wasn't until I was in in my 50s when I wrote my first book. So anyone has that ability to achieve, especially, you know, these days with we've just been through, you know, two years (laughs) of of COVID, Mm, mm. the children are. I've had, you know, parents telling me that their children are suffering from stress and anxiety. But if we have them learn about their mind and their thoughts and their emotions, yes, Um, it's good to have emotions, but it's the understanding of the emotions that um, we can help, Genius and his friends can help turn that around. Uh, Yes, so that's... I I just want children to be able to, even if they read one book, or attend one program and they get out into the real world and they're doing a job that they love and they're in a happy family and creating their success, that's what it's all about. So Mm. if just one child would do that, that would be wonderful.
2: That's amazing. It's an amazing thought process. Mm. Yes,
0: thank you. Wendy, there's something about the ability to uh, engage with young minds and create patterns in young minds that has a powerful impact on generations and the world at large Mm -hmm. um i don't know many people that write children's books from your perspective there's lots of of positive books but your Mm -hmm. perspective is greater than that you you want to take them from an early age and continue that process right through and it's not just about the books it's about the programs <coughs> that you offer that children can do with you virtually so you have um a you can do this globally with your <laughs> um programs and can you talk us through those programs for yes, the audience
1: course. yes uh, well as said, we've got the nine nine children's books with companion videos uh we have genius and his friends app that's with the books Uh, Genius has his own curriculum map that's tied in with the books,
0: and then of course,
1: so he has his own little curriculum map that um, the the teachers can just pick up and read and help and help the the children to understand more. And then when they get to school, grade perhaps grade one or two, then they can venture into Genius and his friends' programs, Mm -hmm. and then they can venture into the Positivity Gang. So it's 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 all about repetition of the material and going from birth right up until 18 years of age. So yes.
0: And Wendy, those little programs are like fully online. So and they the children can do them and they can do them with their parents and that's how yes, it works. Can.
1: Yes, yep. it's through our Thinkific platform. And yes. what it is they, the parents sign the children in. Uh, they have a whole year of access so what they do is they they watch a three to four minute video and then I have an activity at the end it's just a it's not graded or anything it's just to help reinforce the material and then when they come back in the next video I continue on with that so we introduce oh so for example the first one they might draw a picture of themselves so if you've got blue eyes you color in your blue eyes so ah. then on the next video, I say, how did you go with that drawing? Did you manage to draw a picture of yourself with your name at the top? And then we delve into a little bit more information, teaching them a bit more about their who they are. Yes. And as Genius says in every single book, I am unique as you can see. There is no one else in the world like me. So we're, we're reinforcing to the children that they have thoughts, but their thoughts are not the same as their friends thoughts and that is okay even you know um
0: identical twins don't have the same thoughts Mm. so it's actually introducing them to the thought it's introducing them to the concept rather that Mm. thoughts are just thoughts they're not actual things and that you have the capacity to change those thoughts and that impacts on your life that, that is correct.
1: Everything, I say to the children, what makes them unique? So they have, we are so different to all the animals in, in the kingdom, as we know, because we have a mind that we can use to think. So we have things that makes us unique. We have our DNA that makes us unique. We have our fingerprints that makes us unique. And as I say to the children, you, you know, you, you might be one of identical twins, but you still mm-hmm. got different fingerprints. And the third mm-hmm. thing that makes us unique is that we have a mind that we can think. And I say to the children that everything you see around you first started in someone's mind. They thought of that and then it was developed into the real world. So the thinking process for them to learn is so very valuable and important
2: absolutely Mm. yes (laughs) i'm so busy listening i'm taking this all on board because i have grandchildren so i'm taking this all on board
0: (laughs) i i bought wendy's books for my um grandson um i don't think genius was around when i bought them but i'm looking at genius today and going oh i think i need to get genius as well (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, yes he's, he's very he's a lovable lovable little fellow I've been actually going around to a few of the kindies at the moment and doing readings and at the end I say would you like to have a hug of genius oh yes yes yes
2: <laughs> oh nice yes. so I believe that your stories rhyme right.
1: yes they do uh when I was actually uh I was over in the UK when I when I wrote the nine books And I said to my cousin who uh, has grandchildren, I said, what do they like to read? What turns them on the most? And she was telling me about a a series that they have over in the UK that's very successful. So I thought, oh, okay, Mm, rhyming books that makes it's. you can put it into like a sing song it has to be a certain pattern mm. and you put it into a sing song which makes it easier for the children yes. to to learn for example i am unique as you can see there is no one else in the world like me so it's, mm. that, it's easier for them to understand and learn
2: mm. yeah i remember when my child well my my two little girls you know big girls they're married but um there was a song out called Hands, Shoulders, Knees and Toes. Yes. And it was we had black and white TV and they used to sing it with me every morning. And that was our exercise routine as well. Um, yeah, so we used to go through it. And I can just see the kids listening to your little song and, and rhyming <laughs> with your books. It's just wonderful. <laughs> mm.
1: Thank you. Yes, and that's how we learn from a young age. You, you remember you. that?
2: Yes. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes you do. <laughs> you do even I even I remember it because it was so much fun yeah it was really fun and if we didn't do it um either mum or dad you know were were busy or mum wasn't well or something like that it was very rare but yeah just the the rhyming the rhyming actually as a school teacher from the past the rhyming actually belongs to what they call rote and so yeah it's very learnable it just stays in your brain I mean I can still remember that song even now that's that's correct. I remember things from um primary school,
1: you know, one, yes. buck on my shoe. Yes, uh, right. even um when when uh, my sister was young, uh, romper room was on. you know, there's yes. a bear and there.
2: It's like yeah. all these things you you just just remember. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> While you were doing that, actually Jenny's hand was waving at me. <laughs> <laughs> it is too genius well
0: done
1: <laughs>
0: performing outstandingly on this interview, <laughs>
2: interview. yeah yes, uh, so what was what was the time in your life and that this all clicked into place for you oh that's a good question um
1: I think when I started when I started on the journey of personal development, uh, I, I really didn't know where it was going to go, but the minute that I decided to do something for children and to help children, it seemed to all fit into place. I, mm-hmm. uh, once I, once I developed uh, genius the drawing, uh, then the other drawings sort of were sort of came along. I knew I, I knew what I wanted to have in the drawings and in the programs. And initially, um, I did them all myself. I'm not a not a drawer, but I like to, to dabble. And, and then, of course, I had someone um, do them up a little bit better, mm-hmm. but the drawing is, you know, basically the same. So once I had the idea of what type of character that I want what characteristics in the character uh, for mm-hmm. example you know I've got a, a, a robot reason Bots. He, he helps the children with their reasoning yes or no yep. and he's got these big long arms so I, I just thought oh I wanted something for the children so when they make a decision because it's we never see it's another thing we never learn at school is to make decisions what mm-hmm. happens when you get excited and you and you've made a decision well you you dance around you you clap and you sing and you fling your arms about so it's just those little things that helped create the characters. And it just all seemed to fit into place. Uh, as I said, When I was over in the UK on holiday, the whole nine books, I wrote the whole nine books in eight weeks, wow. it just sort of all clicked in. And yeah. I know people say, oh, you know, it, it, that, that's unbelievable. But that's how, how it happened. The programs mm. obviously didn't work the same way because I, I developed the programs and then had to put it into video form. But with the books, it just all flowed out. It was absolutely wonderful.
2: Fabulous. It's I'm, so I'm just in awe of you. I think what you're doing is absolutely <laughs> magic. Yeah, Tony. It's in. um, it,
0: it, it's wonderful to hear about the author process from so many perspectives because each author and their process is is a little bit different, and it's yeah. it's wonderful to know that that. Uh, those the series just flowed so effortlessly which means that it is meant to be an in being um, one of the other things that I wanted to ask you about is did you tell me that there was a board game with genius it was originally a board
1: game but uh, my developers put it into the genius and his friends app so oh, down the okay. track so- I still would like um, the board game to be developed but they actually took that idea and, and uh, that from app. the game into the app because children, they're so familiar with apps these days.
0: Yeah. Wendy, mm-hmm. if parents listening want to get the app, they just type in Genius App? Uh, they type in Genius and His Friends App. Genius and His Friends App all right yes we'll make sure that we put that in the notes that um go with this show as well because i'm sure that there will be lots of parents listening that would find genius and his friends helpful for their own kids and yes i it it's interesting to watch my grandson be so completely okay with technology. Like he knows his way around a phone and an iPad like there's no tomorrow. (laughs) Um, His mum's very strict with his screen time and he's only allowed to have certain amounts of time at certain points in the day. Just so I'm in awe of the fact that they that's their reality they don't know anything different whereas for you and I and and Kes, we've had to learn all this stuff as we go along and it's not always (laughs) been the easiest
2: not always successful
0: I know but for him he just sits there with his his iPad and I'm thinking oh okay I'm gonna have to get that app for him as well to go with his um books you want to hear a funny story when when the developer sent me genius and his friends
1: app I had difficulty with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, now what do I do here? Hmm, I don't know. But the young ones, because they're used to apps, they'll just flick here and scroll there, you know, they're and, just doing all that. And I'm just going, oh, okay.
0: <laughs>
1: so, So
0: yes. it's relatively easy for them, isn't it?
1: it is easy for them yes because they're used to the technology they are used to and it, it is it is clear on what they have to do it's just yeah. that i wasn't i'm not familiar <laughs> with playing games on an app and i had to really <laughs> really think about it because yeah i mean we didn't have technology like that when i was young but they, they grow up with it this so uh, you just give them a phone and they can work their way around the phone mm-hmm. you know? they, they can
0: <laughs> indeed it's it's mm-hmm. rather scary and, and terrifying i remember reading something recently um about it, This generation, so our generation being a bridging generation, we will be the last. And most unique generation in that we remember what it was like before technology so for for all of us we Mm. can clearly remember the first computers and the first technology the first mobile phones the the first of the internet whereas generations following us it's always been there they don't under they don't know what it's like pre digital Mm. electronic age because they've only known what what it is so Um, Mm. I think that's in recognizing uniqueness, I think that we are all in a very unique position where we can still remember what it was like Mm. and, um, (laughs) and what was, and what, what will be, um, Mm. I'm curious, Wendy, that, um, the thought just occurred to me then, oh my goodness, you could have holograms of genius popping up out of the app eventually, what yes. sort of things have you thought about for the future? Well,
1: we want to do, because the books are only in in like a hardcover at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, I want them to be uh, used digitally. So to do that, you have to actually yeah. have some sort of button or some sort of thing on the the, the iPad so that it can bring out the, the uh, companion videos. The companion videos, I would like to go into augmented reality. So genius oh. would really and his mm-hmm. friends would really come come yes. out mm-hmm. into into life. So um, that is the next thing that is there ready ready and waiting to sort of develop. But it, you know, in saying that, genius um, he has a, a working on the next the next book, which is a readers readers theatre book, and now we're trying to bring the children back to playing games other than on mm. the ipad or the iphone so genius is introducing children to you know have conversations with or parents to have conversations with their children and he's, he's he will have templates of uh, building a kite and making jelly and get them outside and having a play and having a talk a conversation so even though we've got the app and that will be developed further we do want to get children back outside to to you know fly a kite do skipping you know hopscotch he has he does his own little hopscotch game remember the hopscotch at school was so much fun
2: (laughs) so is flying a kite (laughs) yes
1: yes yeah the children need to have it all they they can have the technology but not have Mm. it all the time go outside Mm. and and uh, have some physical physical activity as well
0: Speaking of kids well, and physical activity and and hopscotch, do you girls remember the games we used to play with those big long stretchy rubber bands? Yes, um,
1: elastic. What was it called? Mm.
0: Elastic. Was it just called elastic? Elastic? It?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. called it elastic in New Zealand, elastic.
0: Yeah. yeah 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 and and um it was just a it was just a long stretchy piece of elastic that we played with and you did like crossover thingies and jumping and and all the rest of it i wonder if kids these days still do that
1: i don't don't think so no No, No, i haven't Haven't seen it i i I think they might do a bit of skipping we used to do at school yeah. yeah but um you know hula hoops I don't know whether they do that at school but the elastic we played it all the time
0: yeah but um, every lunch hour for most of primary school it occupied our time and you think about that now and think well that was a pretty inexpensive wonderful creative way yeah. to yeah. keep us busy during lunch hour wasn't it what about
2: cat in the cradle using um, wool wool, or a string with your hands? Yes. We used to play that all the time cat in the cradle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes, yes. Yes, I remember that. Yes, yes. yo-yo's was another and, thing. And while while we had the pan- pandemic on, um, I've got young neighbors each Now, they brought their toys over, soft little toys over, and would put them on the front lawn, and they would all talk to me because I was behind the screen door. I couldn't get out to associate with the guy. So normally, have a lot to do with them but I taught them how to play hopscotch so I showed their mums on our driveway so I had about six little ones and they were all from three to six you know and all holding their little toys all playing hopscotch it was just it's so important that we get the kids to relate their feelings um, yes. to their like their emotions and then get mm. them out in the fresh air to run around and release those emotions
1: mm. most
0: definitely definitely yeah <laughs> um digressing a little bit away from genius because that's not the only books you've written it actually started with another book called uh big girl's pants and i'm just wondering if you can quickly tell us about that book well when i I attended the uh, matrix event
1: in toronto uh, actually the first book came out uh was you were how to change your life in six days and that was like a diary entry of the six day event then when i came home caught up with some friends who actually went to a uh a personal development person down in sydney well known i I won't mention his name but well known they came back and i said oh well how are they because i had a load of exercises and things to follow through how's it all going no i said why not (laughs) so that prompted me why why are people not coming back from conferences because yes at a conference you get all g'd up yes. oh yes i'll, I'll do this yeah. and I'll do that but when you get home you've got no one there to sort of on your back saying have you done this and have you done that and keep you accountable mm-hmm. so that's when i wrote um big girls pants it's all about when you come home from a conference you actually need to sit down and follow through with the work just and uh, you know and it is difficult but You know, you've got to pull up those big girls' pants and get it done. If you want to achieve something, if you have a goal that you want to achieve, uh, Mm. then that's the work you've got to put in. So that's That's how that came about.
2: That's wonderful. Yeah, (laughs) I did read that on your on your website how that happened. I just thought, well, we all do need to be accountable. We all do need a person at the back of us saying, "You know, have you done this?" And even though it makes you cross sometimes because you think I'm too busy you do need to be accountable uh, to you for your actions yes
1: you do if you want to achieve anything and you know that's why one of the characters persistent photographer holds up that picture of what you want to achieve and he makes sure that you you continue on and and you know believe that you can achieve it keep persisting and you might you know the children at these days at school they have this terrible thing about failing Sometimes you need to fail in order to learn to, learn. to yes. actually keep That's going, right. and you're really only a failure
0: when you stop trying.
2: That's right, definitely,
0: absolutely yes. correct. Yeah. And um, I really do hope that we are teaching our children these elements in greater detail going forward so that yeah. they're understanding their thoughts understanding their emotions and i have to say um my daughter is so good at doing this with um our grandson and she will make him stop in his tracks and he'll be six in july and she asks him what are you feeling what's going on in your head can you tell mummy why you're cranky etc etc now sometimes that's just plain old childhood he might be hangry for instance because when he doesn't get food he gets a bit hangry because um, he's a growing boy but i've actually seen from my own parenting experience where we sort of never did any of that work i've seen the results of her asking him and consciously going tell me what you're feeling." tell me why you're upset or tell me what's going on in your head and he's actually really good at doing that and I in reflecting on my own parenting I, I don't think I ever did that because it wasn't a, it wasn't understood that um children had those capacities but if they grow up understanding yes. what thoughts are And someone consciously and actively engages with them Mm. to say okay so you're upset tell me about what you're feeling why you're upset and it might be just as simple Mm. as um uh, poppy threw away my worms (laughs) Which was, which was the result of one little tantrum a few years ago he was upset and cranky because poppy inadvertently threw away his worms which adults you know we kind of not thinking about worms and how important worms are in the scheme of a four-year-old's life but he was upset and once he could actually tell his mum, why he was upset and why there was this ensuing tantrum it's like oh and then you can go okay well let's go find some more worms and put them back in the container and you'll have worms again unfortunately though sometimes it's but i wanted those worms And we're like well those worms have gone to live under the orange tree so they're happy there we don't want to disturb them let's go and find some other words and i can't remember interacting with my own children in that way wendy so i guess my question is have you seen um an, an evolution in terms of parenting of children and particularly young children
1: well I must admit, we didn't actually discuss a lot about emotions when I was at school. Uh, I think think somehow with the, the pandemic over the last couple of years, it has enabled children being at home and homeschooled, it has enabled the parents to associate well to be with their children a little bit more and yes during such times we are allowed to go out for a walk I did see quite a lot of parents out there uh, actually flying kites or kicking a ball with their children but I think I'd like to encourage all of the parents today to keep having conversations and keep asking those questions because the children Some of them are frustrated and they're anxious and and they they don't quite understand what's been happening in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Start having those conversations like your daughter is doing Mm -hmm. to your grandchild. Have the conversation with them and get them them to... It's an interaction because children today, they're all the time on the, the computer. They don't have a lot of conversation and we don't want to lose that. We want to get them back into having... Uh, the conversations again so that they can you know go out into the real world and associate uh, with other people and know how to to behave so i encourage the parents to have those conversations these days especially now with with um we're getting back to normal life so yes yeah, start having conversations because that's the best way that you learn about your child it's the best way you actually learn about yourself as well mm,
2: i great.
0: It's powerful stuff, Wendy, because if, hypothetically, imagine if the parent of the Russian Russian president, Vladimir Putin, had actually spent time talking to him about bullying and the impacts of bullying. We wouldn't have a war in Ukraine,
1: would we? No, no, we wouldn't. In fact... Uh, the creation of genius and all of his characters is all about teaching the children critical thinking. So if, mm. we, if we go back, uh, uh, Aristotle said critical thinking is the means by which we know. So if we teach our children, there are consequences for actions. Uh, if we teach the children that if, if you want to attain something, you sit down and you gather the information, you work out what criteria you need to, to have in order to achieve that that you're aiming for. Uh, yes, we and and also critical thinking helps children to become more confident and self-belief. When a child mm-hmm. is confident, they are less likely to succumb to the likes of of bullying and all of that. And so you've got to actually sit down and think, what was Putin thinking about? What was his childhood you know childhood like? Yay. Was he bullied, mm. and now he's carrying it on that sort of thing? Mm. Mm. So it's very important to teach yeah. the children.
2: The, big, the biggest um, the, I think the best time for me was I used to attend a children's fair and as an author and I there was a kite maker there and watching him on stage he would invite uh, one parent and one child up you know like in groups up to the stage to make their own kites the conversation becoming and it was normally dad and son now not, sometimes you get a daughter up there. The conversations going on between dad and, and son, or dad and daughter, um, mm. was amazing. And then watching them fly the kite afterwards, having the joy, having the, the conversation, having the, uh, the camaraderie between the two of them. You know, you sit back and you watch, that's the way to do it. That is just the way to do it. Do things together,
0: you know, same yes. as
2: your books and your apps are going to do. And sometimes yes. children like teaching adults. I found that with my grandchildren. They like to show me what to do. And I think, well, I, I already know, but they're going to show me. And I just sit back and, and, and enjoy it. I really do.
1: Yes, have the conversation, start the conversation. It uh, takes you to places that uh, you wouldn't have thought of. So you get to know your children, the children get to know you and what you're about. So it's
2: wonderful. It starts with the conversation. That's right, that's right. Yeah.
1: That's
2: what your books are all about, isn't it, Wendy? Your it books is. are all about having that conversation. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Let's
1: get back to basics.
2: Yes. Well, that's going to be a hard one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, you know, it, now's a good time. Now's never been a better time to, to get to know your children and have that conversation. Um, children, yes. children are, are, are wonderful. I, I can remember when I started doing the readings at the kindy. I thought, oh, my goodness, three-year-olds! It took me back because my children are in their thirties now. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, do I remember when my child was three? And it can be quite, quite daunting when mm. you go into a classroom of three-year-olds. What are they going to ask? Ooh, ooh. But no, mm. you just, you just have a conversation as if I, I used to always, uh, you know, uh, treat my children. Uh, I used to have conversations with them as if they were adults. So mm. it's no different in that classroom situation but yes it it did take me back yeah it does
2: yeah yeah Yeah. well I find your books absolutely I you know I have got one and I've read one and I just thought what a great way what a great way to start a conversation with your child and sometimes it's having the child show you about the app because I haven't got clues that you know so when um I must want to go and ask my next one, oh, but she's got young kids as well. How do you work the app? Because they love to show you. I think that's what mm-hmm. the parents should be allowing more and more, is that I think the younger mm-hmm. ones know more about technology than what we do. Definitely. And I proved that when I got the app. <laughs> <laughs> what about a movie, yes. Wendy? Have you ever thought about making a, a movie with your, with your uh, plushies?
1: Honey, you should say that,
2: Kez. I'm actually in the, in the middle of writing a, a script
1: for a Disney-like, Disney-type movie, and I'm introducing another character uh, into oh, the movie. Wow. So I am so excited. I'm halfway through and I get, you know, inspiration all the time that comes in, mm. not every day, but it might be once a week. Oh, yes, I should put that in the, in the movie. So it's <laughs> it's in the, in the process. I'd love to have that uh, all finished in, in the next couple of months and so maybe... Uh, Then start on another journey about um, this genius and his friends' Meet Bernie Bright movie. Yeah.
2: If you need to know a movie producer, I have one up my sleeve for you. You want a movie producer? Oh, that's wonderful.
0: Thank you. I will reach out for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The things that we solve on this program each and every week. <laughs> I was just about to ask Wendy, tell me about some of the things that you have in the pipeline and for the future. Well, I think you've already answered part of that question. Anything else? No, we've got the uh, Reader's Theatre book
1: that will be coming out uh, later in the year and of course the, the Disney movie and then the, the AR of Genius and his friends to associate
0: with the digital version of the book. So, yes, lots of exciting things happening. Before we run out of time, Wendy, I want you to tell the audience the places that they can engage with you, the places that they can get the book, remind them the name of the app and where they can get it, and anything else so that the parents listening can connect on behalf of their kids. Yes, of course. I have a website called innergeniusglobal.com.
1: On the website, you can purchase the book. You can download the Genius and His Friends app. I have the Genius and His Friends program for children uh, up to 11 years of age. That is through a Epic platform. A Genius and His Friends book are also available on Amazon and Ingram Spark. Uh, but go to the website in a Genius global.com you'll find everything there that you need or reach out to me at hello at innergeniusglobal.com
0: and when do you love answering questions from parents about genius and his friends and you love interacting with them in terms of the learning and education that they get from for their kids by um buying the books or participating in the the programs and i remember ages ago you having a conversation with me around the fact that the the kids could actually the parents just need to log them in and then they can actually it's self-directed so, even at those younger ages, they can take themselves through the learnings from Inner Genius and his friends without too much adult supervision or, or, or need to interact. But you prompt them at the end to go and talk to mum and dad, don't you?
1: Yes, that is through innergeniusglobal.thinkific.com. So if you put up Thinkific and Inner Genius Global, you will find Genius and His Friends programs uh, there, which are the interactive videos with the activities at the back. I mean, uh, Genius is also on on Facebook and he's also on LinkedIn, Instagram, and uh, he has started his own YouTube channel, but we're yet to put a few more videos up there. But he's also got his Genius and Friends YouTube channel they're See? all on social media so you can reach out to me or genius and his friends on all the social media platforms and also on my website just send me an email and
0: i will will uh, get back to you and answer any of your questions
2: Um, <laughs> quickly
0: before we run out of time wendy my my curious brain is wondering how you converted children's books into uh the screenplay that you're writing in preparation for the movie
1: the the reader's theatre book. Okay, so the Reader's Theatre book is uh, it's introducing children to get outside and play. So, yes, we do, for example, uh, we have a template for hopscotch and then one of the characters is having a, a bit of a problem. The balance isn't quite right, so the other characters are offering help and assistance. So these little things that I twist into the reason behind the hopscotch game, when they go and fly the kite out in in the 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 park when they come back they're all discussing how they're feeling today how they're coping with uh, you know not being able to see their friends and not having to go to school so once again we're prompting that conversation to Mm -hmm. get them to open up about their feelings and to understand that it's okay sometimes even us adults we're down sometimes we're having a bad day but it that's perfectly normal because we we run in a cycle. We're up and then we're down mm-hmm. and down. So it's quite normal. I think children today, they think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I shouldn't be experiencing these emotions and feelings, but yes, you do. And you, you get a lot of the emotions and feelings from your friends. So if your friends are happy and excited, well, then that sort of rubs off because of that vibration from one, one to another. So it's just little things that we're introducing into the Reader's Theatre. And the one thing that the Reader's Theatre is really good is that the children get a chance to act out the play so they can become oh, nice. the character they act out. So that um, so then, of course, they make up their own props and do the whole lot. So it's like a, a theatre. They organise the theatre of the book.
0: So, yeah.
2: Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs>
0: And Thank then, you, Wendy, yes. the the conversion of the books to the script for the the movie, um, mm-hmm. that must be quite a big process because obviously you're taking children's books with, with limited words and putting it into a much bigger script. Yes. Is that challenging or is it just really free-flowing like the books have been for you? Well, it, it's really funny.
1: When you're even writing the programs, uh, there is a lot of information that that you write down and it's just a matter of going over and saying okay yes I discussed this in this program or that would be a good thing for the book uh, yes it, it wasn't as as easy I must admit as writing the yeah. genius book series in rhyme form it was difficult I've mm. never written for Reader's Theatre before so you have a narrator so you've got to actually describe the scene and, and yeah. what's happening and then introduce the particular topic that you're trying to to discuss at that time but no it it's it's uh it's it's all a very interesting system and i love it i just love sitting down and writing and describing things for the children mm. so that they it, it's it's entertaining for them it's like like the movie it's I, I have a chuckle yes. when I'm writing something thinking, oh yeah, we could write this. This is this will be funny for the children. <laughs> when you have a chuckle to yourself. Oh yeah, that's fun. <laughs> you know,
2: if, if a tree
1: a tree comes to life and opens up his eyes and, and has swings the branch and knocks someone else on the back of the head type thing, you know, it's all it's all very funny. So yes, enjoyable. Enjoyable process.
0: Wendy, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We are completely out of time yet again. I don't know where the time goes when we're discussing um, books, and in particular children's books. Congratulations on the concept yes. and the idea around Inner Genius. He is a beautiful physical mm. um, attraction for children and such so lovely <coughs> and colourful, and what a great positive uh, role for children to have um kez thank you once again for co-hosting the thank show you. with me don't forget audience please connect with inner genius global find out all about genius and his wonderful friends and furthermore connect with wendy she loves to talk to you about the education of your kids around thoughts perceptions and actions and that my friends is your lot for this week we will be back again next week um, and join us for another show then thank you wendy thank you kez bye for now thank you genius thank you thank wendy you. thank you tony <laughs> bye bye that you've come on the show today to tell us about this process because we must tell these stories